is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Hey, welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show. Time to get your weekend on. That's what the kids say, Dave Richard. Get your weekend on. Kids. Right? Crazy. My kids don't say that. My kids say, take me to the trampoline park. Really? Take me to the football game. Take me here. Take me there. Don't, I love my kids. Don't get me wrong. Happy birthday to your daughter. Yes, she will be, she will be great as a double digit kid. Oh, she's turning 10? She is 10. How about that? Well, happy birthday to her. And happy birthday to all of you. Every day is your birthday. We treat you that way. We love you. We're giving you fantasy football gifts. Here we go. Ezekiel Elliott will start. Are you surprised that he's going to start this week, Dave? Well, I know they had some really tough choices to make between <laughs> Alfred Morris and Rod Smith. And, uh, no, of course I'm not surprised. <laughs> he's going to be amazing. He is a hundred total yards shy of a thousand on the season and wow. he's already got eight touchdowns. Wow. So if he has another game with a hundred yards and two touchdowns and then gets suspended, he will have completed a season with a thousand total yards and ten touchdowns. With plenty of games left to play. Amazing. All right, more news and notes real quick. This is the mailbag show. We got a lot of Deshaun Watson questions. We had a lot of trade veto questions, stuff like that. And of course, starter sit. Delaney Walker was limited in practice on Friday. We're doing this on Friday afternoon, 2.20 p.m. Eastern. Do you expect Delaney Walker to play? I expect Delaney Walker to have a chance at playing. If he, he's, I, I would imagine that they're going to put him through a workout before the game. Are you going to be comfortable starting Delaney Walker? It depends on who else I've got. Okay. Uh, he's, Charles, he's not an exciting option. Charles Clay should be back next week. He's only 26% owned now. That's wild. So, yeah, that's uh, you missed your chance, but he'll, he'll be on the waiver wire show. And listen, people are worried about him with Kelvin Benjamin coming back and Jordan Matthews healthy. He'll lose some target share. Maybe that happens, or maybe the guy with the best chemistry with Tyrod Taylor isn't nearly as covered as he was before. And, yeah, right. It's going to make Tyrod Taylor better. I mean, against the Saints next week, you get Charles Clay and Calvin Benjamin. That will be nice. So, excellent stuff. And Jamison Crowder missed practice on Friday, Dave. doesn't look like he's going to play at Seattle. No, it doesn't. And, you know, it's it's a tough spot for everybody in Washington, and not having him there is going to be bad. I think if you're looking for a deep sleeper in a PPR league, Ryan Grant would be the guy. Now let's do emails and tweets. Fantasyfootball at cbsi.com is our email address. This email is from Patrick. No, it's not. The second email is from Patrick. Who's this one from, Dave? I didn't include his name. This one is from Steve from in Steve. Austin, Texas. Dear Carson, Aaron, Andrew, and Ryan. Sounds like quarterbacks. Okay, out for the year or injured? Yeah, Tannehill. Yeah. 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 Rodgers could be back, but we'll see. All right, halfway through the season, give me your mid-season awards. Fantasy MVP. He's got a bunch of different categories. Who's your fantasy MVP? Well, before week nine, it was definitely Deshaun Watson right. because you were able to snag him off the waiver wire. Um, I don't know who it could be. There, there seem to be some obvious choices. Kareem Hunt, maybe. Leonard Fournette. Could be that guy. How about Alex But I always Smith? like to pick somebody who was drafted late and then ends up being a, a superstar and a consistent one for your team. Alex Smith has six fewer fantasy points than Deshaun Watson. 
I know, but it's hard to call him an MVP of anything. <laughs> um, okay, Chris Thompson? Maybe. Maybe, uh, maybe it's Zach Ertz. Yeah, it could be Zach Ertz. You know, and, and it's not like Ertz is the greatest tight end to uh, ever play football, but he's been super consistent this year. Yep. No one can be disappointed starting him week in and week out. And uh, just so you know, I didn't give Dave any advance warning of this, so that's why uh, he doesn't have a name off the top of his head. Uh, midseason MVP. Now next up is top fantasy sleeper. Did you have a sleeper? Was there a sleeper that – I think Carson Wentz was kind of a sleeper. Carson Wentz is it. Yeah. Okay, good. And Wentz might end up being the MVP by the time this whole thing is done. Top fantasy disappointment. Biggest bust. Oh, Not, well, are we discluding yeah. or discounting anybody who yeah, no injuries. is hurt? No so injuries. We can't, can't say Odell Beckham. Can't say uh, Dalvin Cook or anybody that is injured. I think it's Jay Ajayi. That's my that's my initial. Like the the first and second round running backs have been pretty damn good. Oh, you know who the MVP might be by the way is Todd Gurley. I forgot about him, but maybe uh, I can give you a bust. Who? Julio Jones. Has he been as bad as as Jay Ajayi though? I don't think so. Yeah, but I didn't take Jay Ajayi with a top five pick. No, he took him like a round later. Right. So it's even worse. Yeah, but he's been so much worse. Who, Ajayi? Yeah, then, then Julio. Uh, for now, it's Julio. Alright, fine. I'll take Ajayi. I think he's been the biggest fantasy disappointment. Uh, give me your top waiver wire find, other than Deshaun Watson. Well, Carson Wentz. Yeah. Should be it. He got picked up in a lot of leagues. Chris Thompson qualifies here. Yes. Chris Thompson's been a great one. Maybe it'll be Aaron Jones. Maybe it'll be Jarek McKinnon. Got some good ones off the waiver wire. Maybe it'll be Alex Collins. But so far, it would be Deshaun Watson. And, and Will Fuller, obviously, would be up there, too. And Actually, you know what? I was thinking about this. The tight ends. We've gotten some pretty good waiver wire tight ends. Cameron Brait, uh, Austin Sverian Jenkins, Evan Ingram. They've mm-hmm. given the, they've solidified the position a little bit, where a lot of teams have tight ends they can rely on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how about that? Uh, um, uh, all right. That'll do it for the superlatives. This is from Patrick. Drew Brees or Dak Prescott this week? I'd go Dak over Drew. I'm expecting a high-scoring game between the Cowboys Bonanza. and the Chiefs. Sorry. Yeah. I hope you didn't jinx it. I didn't. A lot of people are counting on that game for fantasy purposes. The only guys I'm worried about are Smith and Hill. Do we still have to eat a Bean Boozled th- if it I is think, a Bonanza? I think. Somebody recommended we eat, like, the ghost pepper chips that are, like, the hottest thing ever. Uh, yeah, I don't want to die. No, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, that would be bad. It's one me. thing if I taste a jelly bean that's pukey, but I don't I don't want to put something in my mouth that's going to like cause me to break out in hives or hurt me. Yeah. Uh this is from Joe. I need a, a Watson replacement. Should okay. I trade Lamar Miller for Stafford or Alex Smith? No. I would keep Miller and the the way I would frame any trade for a quarterback where you're giving up somebody is is it better off to just stream quarterbacks with whatever's left on your no, waiver wire or uh, give up this player for that quarterback? And in this case, I'd rather keep Lamar Miller. Houston's offense being what it is now without Deshaun Watson and stream quarterbacks. These quarterbacks aren't good enough in exchange for Lamar Miller. I just really – I'm the only one who feels this way. I don't think this is the year to stream quarterbacks anymore. Look at the quarterback sleepers we talked about on Saturday's show. On Friday's show, rather. The video show. 
Uh-huh. Now, granted, six teams on buys. That that hurts. Mine were – Jamie had the best ones. He had the first two – you know, he mailed back first. Somebody said, hey, who are your quarterback sleepers? So uh, mine were Jay Cutler and Kirk Cousins. Yours were Drew Stanton and Brett Hundley. If mm. that is streaming, if that's what we're talking about, no. Make the trade. Get Stafford. Get Alex it's Smith. It's too much. Don't give up Miller then. I don't. I don't have a problem trading for Stafford. You've got to overpay. You've got to overpay. No, sometimes. you don't. That's the whole point. Yes, is that you, you don't have to stream. Overpay. Streaming They're is not... terrible. These guys are terrible quarterbacks. These streamers. Well, then you can give up something for those guys, but not Lamar Miller. Maybe if you get a running back in return. So it's not going to be a running back like Lamar Miller, but you'll get Alex Smith and, you know, maybe Devontae Booker. And you wait for to see if he pops. Maybe Orleans Darkwa no. isn't exciting, oh, but it's a running. Back. I mean, I do it just because I, I think I'd probably do it just for Smith. But yeah, don't overpay for quarterbacks even now. I think I think you might have to. Or you know, any other year I'd say no, 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 don't overpay for quarterbacks. But I don't know, man. It's like every quarterback that's that's even partially worth owning seems to be owned in almost every league in eighty percent or more. A lot of times, ninety percent or more. So uh, okay, we have different takes on. I'm the only one who feels this way. I think. This is from Mario. Can you rank these quarterbacks from best to worst rest of season? Jacoby Brissett, Ben Roethlisberger, Blake Bortles, Eli Manning. I'll take the chance on Roethlisberger being the best the rest of the way. His schedule isn't that bad. And I kind of feel like we're, we're near rock bottom with him. We haven't, we haven't yet had that two or three week spell where he's hurt and he doesn't play. So hopefully that Fox doesn't get checked off here in the future. But the schedule's not bad for him, and you know that the Steelers are going to try and get that passing game going a little bit more to try and take a little bit of pressure off Le'Veon Bell. I'd rank him first. I'd go with Eli second. I think I'll take Bortles third and Brissett last because I really don't like the rest of season schedule for Indianapolis. There are some games later on this year. Um, here, I'll just tell you what they are instead of Giving him superlatives at Jacksonville, at Buffalo, Denver at home, at Baltimore. That's your fantasy playoff. Yeah, and and, and this is this is proving my point. Ben Roethlisberger is head and shoulders above Brissett, Bortles, and Eli Manning. Ben Roethlisberger is owned in ninety three percent of leagues. This guy, this Mario has Brissett, Bortles, Eli Manning, and Roethlisberger on his waiver wire. Apparently, most people don't have Roethlisberger. So yeah, that's why I would trade Lamar Miller to get Alex Smith or Matthew Stafford instead of relying on Brissett, Bortles, and Eli. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. What do you want me to say? All I right. agree with you. You don't, but you don't agree with me. You what said, did you say? I said that Mario is lucky enough to have Big Ben on his waiver wire, but if he didn't, and Ben is owned in ninety-three percent of leagues, by the way, he'd be looking at Brissett. Bortles and Eli Manning as his streamers. And that's what I'm saying. The streaming quarterbacks are bad this year, which is why I would overpay in trade for a quarterback. No, see, I do disagree with that. Right, Obviously. that's why I saw it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was a fun minute of my life wasted. <laughs> this is from Landon. Where's he from? Landon is from Los Angeles. Should I sell high on Lamar Miller with Sean Watson out? I think you could. The problem is, is that everybody knows that Deshaun Watson's out and no one's expecting Lamar Miller to put up huge numbers every week. He's been a consistent stat producer for the most part. As long as you're counting eight and nine fantasy points as good production, which 
as a number two running back, that's good production. As a number one, it's not. So I don't think he's a number one running back the rest of the way. I really think it depends on where you trade him to. There's always going to be somebody in a fantasy league desperate for running back help. And you could go to them with Lamar Miller, but you have to have depth at running back to afford to get rid of Lamar Miller. Or you have to have a couple of running backs in mind to trade for and buy low on in exchange for Lamar Miller. Okay. Let's go to our next email. All right, we'll read this one. I picked up Vernon Davis while Kyle Rudolph is on a bye. Kelvin Benjamin is on the waiver wire. Do I drop Rudolph? Oh, you know what? Can't read this question because Benjamin, his team already English. Benjamin's team already played. So, uh, yeah, true. can't pick him up now. All right. So yeah. that's another 30 seconds of my life. <laughs> this is going great. I like your shirt, Dave. Thank you. Look at my shirt. It's a, uh, it's a white button down mm-hmm. with a pattern of pink and gray lines. Oh, we're going to do a sandwich draft soon. So get excited for that. I, I'm ready. Yes, excellent. Uh, Tyler said Wednesday. I where's Tyler from? Tyler is from New Zealand. Wednesday, I traded Will Fuller for Drew Brees and Kyle Rudolph. The team I traded with had Deshaun Watson. Yesterday, after Deshaun Watson got hurt, the person whom I traded with asked the league manager to cancel the trade. He did. And I ended leaving Tyrod Taylor on my bench thinking that I would get Drew Brees on Sunday. Was this trade veto justifiable? No. I don't think so. No, 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 I think you, you're, you may have missed something here. This is pathetic. He makes a trade on Wednesday, the day before the injury. He gets Drew Brees and Kyle Rudolph for Will Fuller. And he's got Tyrod Taylor on his team. The next day, the injury happens. The commissioner reverses the damn trade. And yeah, now that's not fair. he left Tyrod Taylor on his bench because he thought he was going to start Drew Brees later in the week. This is pathetic. I read an email like this on, on Friday's show. People, you cannot veto a trade if a guy gets hurt after the trade is made. You can't do that. That's not fair. And honestly, I don't think it's fair for a commissioner to ever veto a trade between two other teams in his league. It's not really your job as commissioner. Well, you've got, I disagree you, a little You bit. have to trust. Hold on. You have to trust that the guys and gals that play in your league are working in their own best interest. They're not trying to collude. They're not trying to rip off everybody else in the league. They're all grown people. You know, I was going to say adults, but we know people play fantasy that aren't quite of age. And everybody's in it to win it. And so whenever anybody makes a trade, they think they're getting the better end of a deal. Mm. And I think if there's a trade with collusion, I think it's pretty obvious. So as long as as a commissioner in many leagues, I will only call back a trade if it is potentially colluding. I That's slightly it. Otherwise, disagree. Otherwise, forget it. I, I, most people seem to kind of agree with you. I, if a league completely disrupts the competitive balance, if a trade completely disrupts the competitive balance of the league, and it's just like everybody knows it's stupid, I might veto it. But if it's stupid or if it's collusion, stupid. So because, because I'll you're, tell you why. You're, you will call out an owner of your league for doing something dumb. Yes, and you I would save them from it. I would. And this really never happens, but hypothetically, I would because I play in a lot of leagues. With some leagues where not every owner is that invested. You know, they're just doing it to have fun. And then you've got like the super invested owner who will prey on that person and offer them bad trades. And that person will make the trade and they don't know anything about fantasy football. They're just trying to have a good time. I will step in and veto that trade. Hmm. Yep. 
Dave. I don't, I don't like saving other people like that. You say goodbye and I say hello. We are not eye to eye today. No, we are not. It's okay. It's all right. Uh, all right. This is from Jerry. I like it this way, by the way. Would trading the Sean Watson to some schmuck who doesn't know better be bad sportsmanship? Yes. <laughs> oh, you would, you would, uh, veto that? I would absolutely, at this point, yes. I can't, I'm, I can't let a trade go down in a league where somebody thinks they're getting Deshaun Watson for the rest of the season and he's not going to play the rest of the season. So you would call someone out for being dumb? Is, if, is the trade Deshaun Watson for even a decent player? Yes. Yeah, I would say, hey dude, Deshaun uh, Watson's hurt, he's not coming back this year. Veto. Not collusion. Veto. Not collusion. That's true, it's not collusion, that's just straight up not paying attention to the news. Right. Okay. Alright, well, we'll see a little wiggle room. I, I would save that person. Okay, here's another email about this same subject. Give me a name in a city, please, Dave. I'm going to go with Brett from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I clicked the accept button, giving up Michael Thomas for Deshaun Watson about 30 minutes before the news broke. Ouch. If other owner agrees to reverse, is that acceptable in this situation? So now we have the other owner saying yes. it's okay. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah, I agree. But you're putting it in the hands of, so here's an interesting dilemma. Now you're putting, you're basically asking the other guy to do a trade back. Right. When normally there are no trade backs. No take backs. And you're, 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 <laughs> You're, uh, you're kind of putting pressure on him to do the right thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Nah. What you think is the right thing. And guess what? If I'm the other owner, I say, sorry, yeah, bub. Same. We made this trade. Same. You got Deshaun Watson. <laughs> it's not my fault he got hurt. I'm going to start Michael Thomas this week. And here's one of my five fingers just for you. That's what <laughs> I would say. That's what I would say. Dave, can you triple stamp a double stamp? Can you tri- I don't even know what a double stamp is. You can't tri- tri- triple stamp a double stamp. Dave, you don't know that reference? No. Why do I take movie criticisms from the guys who don't even know Dumb and Dumber? All right. This is from Jacob and Santa Clara. I don't even remember that line from Dumb and Dumber. It's one of the best scenes. You, Lloyd, you can't triple stamp a double stamp. Lloyd. They're, they pick up the bad guy, and they're just annoying the hell out of him. It's terrific. All right. Jacob and Santa Clara. Dear Randy, Chris, and Jake. Uh, Vikings receiver. Yes. If you're gonna send in Chris as a Vikings receiver, spell his name right. Oh yeah, I mean it's true. You know what? This is another Deshaun Watson email. This took a lot longer than. All right, this is our last one. All right, fine. My work best friend in quotes are in the off. In, my work best friend and I are in the office league. I give her. Hold a on, lot hold of, on, hold on. Are we work best friends? Not the way this guy means it. What do you mean? I give her a lot of advice week to week, and she kind of counts on me. This week, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, are we work if, best? If friends? I'm not your work best friend, who is? Darst. Really? Probably. I thought you were my work best friend. <laughs> I'm sorry. You might be my. You said if not you, then who? You. Did, I didn't say it's not you. Well, now you basically confirm that it's not me. Uh, I don't so know. So here I am thinking that you and I are work best friends. I thought you were my work best friend. I I mean, I know you're mine, but I'm not yours. You're probably I, my work best friend. You and Darst are tied. So you have two? <laughs> you know, I don't want to read this email. It's taking too long. This is from Brian. Uh, looking forward to next week. Beat the waiver wire. Uh, let's see. Eddie Lacy, Orleans Darkwa, Theo Riddick, Devontae Booker. Who would you pick up? Let me get those matchups. Right, so the Giants are taking on San Francisco. So right away I'm looking at Orleans Darkwa as being that guy. 
Denver yeah. is at home against New England. The Patriots are coming off of a bye. I think the only way Devontae Booker ends up being a big factor is if something happens to C.J. Anderson. I guess there's a chance of it. Same thing with Theo Riddick in Detroit. The only way he's going to become a factor is if something happens to Amir Abdullah. But they do take on the Browns, and Eddie Lacy is never going to be my uh, my pick. So I would say Darkwa. Darkwa is yep. the guy to grab now. Makes sense. This That's is going to beat the waiver wire pick. Yeah, yeah, it's a good call. I didn't think about yeah. that. Uh, this is from Philip. A friend in my league offered me Le'Veon Bell and my choice of Hilton, Emmanuel Sanders, or Ted Ginn. First of all, who's your favorite wide receiver, Dave? From those three rest of season, it's Hilton. All right, so he offered me Le'Veon Bell and T.Y. Hilton for Mark Ingram and Julio Jones. Half PPR. Would you do it? No. Yeah. No. Can't do it. No. Kyle. And when he says a friend, is it his work best friend? <laughs> I don't know. I have two of those, so I'm not sure. Uh, Kyle from Boca. PPR. Will Fuller or John Brown? I think it's got to be John Brown. Aaron has a couple of questions. Start two. Snickers, Baby Ruth, Payday, Mr. Goodbar. Snickers, Baby Ruth, Payday, Mr. Goodbar. Well, I, it really depends on how much you like chocolate. All these have peanuts. I would say Payday has just too much of a peanut lean. So I would throw that one out. Plus, I'm a big chocolate fan. Um, I, I'm going to go with Mr. Goodbar and Snickers. Two very good candies, two long sandy candies. One of my favorite treats is to steal my kids' Snickers bars, the fun size, mm-hmm. throw them in the freezer, give them a oh, couple days. Oh, yes. Kids don't even realize it. And then you've got an ice-cold Snickers. Chilling out, baby. Yeah. Really That's good. where being an adult pays off. And now from Aaron, Jacoby Brissett or Derek Carr? Carr. That was the same guy, by the way. I had two questions. This is from Andy. Dear Mata, Evad, Yimaj, and Hatea. Mata, Evad, Yimaj, and Hatea? You really don't see it? I see it. I'm just playing along. Oh, okay. Those are it's our names, names yeah. spelled backwards. Mata is Adam, Evad, Dave, and so on. Pick two. PPR, Corey Davis, Mohamed Sanu, Devontae Parker. Jamie and I were talking at lunch today about how oh, the matchup friend. is getting better. What? Work best friend. You and Jamie having well, lunch. Well, I mean, maybe. Yeah. May- yeah, you know what? Maybe I've got two work best friends there you go. too, Adam. <laughs> what do you think of that? I'm happy we- for you. We talked about how this could be a week where Jay Cutler kind of goes off a little bit and that that's how the Dolphins react to Trading Jay Ajayi, moving ahead, trying to show that their offense isn't crappy. And if Devontae Parker plays, which I believe at this point we're assuming that he will, he would have a big game against a banged-up Oakland secondary. So Parker would be in there. And I think Sanu is the safer guy to go with over Corey Davis. Davis is a receiver that I love stashing, not necessarily starting. Okay. Especially against Baltimore. Here's one from Bo. I have Bell and McKinnon on by this week, so I need to start one. Ew. McFadden. Devontae Booker, DeAndre Washington, half PPR. I'd go Booker. He's been getting more playing time lately than Jamal Charles. He's been getting some decent work in the passing game. I don't know if he's ready to overtake C.J. Anderson as the main back in Denver. Like I said, it's going to take an injury for that to happen. But this is another running back that I certainly uh, advocate stashing. This is from Dylan. Where's he from? Dylan is from uh Ireland. Everybody's international today. Would you well, drop Gillis Lee to pick up Chris Ivory? <laughs> He's the Fournette owner. Would you drop Gillis yeah, Lee to pick up I Chris would do Ivory? That. Okay. I, I, I just, I, when are you going to have the confidence to start Mike Gillis Lee? Who, who would you rather own if you were the Fournette owner? Ivory or Yeldon? You know, it might be Yeldon. 
Yeah. He, he had a halfway decent game and he might be the running back that you could best use with Fournette. Um, while, no, you're not using while anybody. the two are healthy. Eh, maybe, maybe. Just to, to circle back on the Gillisley point, the Patriots are on by this week and then they're at Denver in week 10. Right. I, I don't see him. I think he'll have the same amount of touchdowns this week as he'll have next week. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no interest in owning him right now. Especially yeah, some PPR. tougher matchups along the way. Maybe late December we'll go back to Gillisley. Maybe. This is from John. I want your take on a trade that's been attempted twice this week in our league. We have a guy who's 6-2 and two with a stacked team. He's trying to trade Doug Martin to a 1-7 and seven team and get Ezekiel Elliott back. The trade's been vetoed twice for obvious reasons. What do you think? So the six and two team would get Ezekiel Elliott and give Doug Martin to the one and seven team. I've had a lot of conversations in my life about whether or not teams with terrible records should be allowed to make trades. Because if you're one and seven, I got bad news for you, son. You're not going to the playoffs. There won't be a trophy in your house. You're not going to win your league. You're a loser. And if you're a loser, I don't know if you should be the guy improving teams that are headed toward the playoffs. Well, what are you going to do here, Dave? What are you going to do? I think I think the trade is fair in general. And so, honestly, if I were a commissioner in a league and there weren't rules spelled out that said if you are, you know, one in seven after eight weeks, you're not allowed to make trades. If that rule isn't spelled out, then I allow the deal. How about this? I, I always propose a rule. It's hard to do until you get like really close to the playoffs. But if you're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, you can't make trades. That seems a lot more fair because now you can define right. the sucky teams. Yeah. Because a one in seven team could say, well, look, I, I'm not mathematically eliminated. If I win out and finish six and seven, yep. I've got a chance to be one of the wild card teams. Mm-hmm. It happens. Teams have made the playoffs in fantasy, uh, with a sub 500 record before. It's rare. Yeah, no, right. So, so until they're mathematically eliminated, I think I'd allow it. All right, here we go. Uh, starter sit, Dave. Here's some questions from Daniel. PPR. Aaron Jones, Jarvis Landry, Doug Martin. If I've got to pick one, it's going to be Jones. I'm binding him having a good game against Detroit. Landry, a very close second. This is from Ryan. Kenyon Drake or Marlon Mack? Kenyon Drake or Marlon Mack? Marlon Mack is going to be the pick. He's been getting more work than Frank Gore, and he certainly has more um, explosiveness than Gore. From Doc, Sanders or Lockett, PPR? I'd pick Sanders. And from Brad, new team name that Adam can sing. Who are you? Juju, Juju. Yeah, yeah. I had to go falsetto. Yeah, on that yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. Uh, Is co- there somebody's name in the NFL that we can replace who with? Who are you? Um... Sanu, are you? <laughs> ju, 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 ju. I really want to know. All right. Uh, sorry, I got fired up there. From Coop, Kansas City DST or Detroit? I moved D- Kansas City's DST up. I think I'm going to move them back down now that Zeke's playing. Give me Detroit. From Joe, Demarius Thomas or Cooper Cup, PPR? Uh, I'm going to go with Cup, believe it or not. I like the matchup for him in that slot for the Rams, and he seems to be a good red zone option that Jared Goff leans on. Aaron Jones or Joe Mixon, PPR? Uh, Jones. Okay, pick two here. Standard scoring. Marvin Jones, Jordy Nelson, Devin Funches. That's an interesting group. Marvin Jones, Jordy Nelson, Devin Funches. 
I think I'm sitting Funches. From Mark. He might have the best matchup of the three, but I'm sitting him. PPR flex from Mark. CJ Anderson, Kenyon Drake, Macklin, Corey Davis. Hmm. I think I'd take the chance on Drake. Over Corey Davis? I'm worried about the upside for the other three. All right, not a great group there. This no, is, it's uh, not. This is Michael. Risky. Flex play and standard scoring. Alex Collins or Christian McCaffrey? You're talking to the fan club leader. The You're talking to the president of the Alex Collins fan club. <laughs> okay. So Collins it is. PPR be a different story, right? Nope. I'd still take Really? Collins. Okay. Yeah, McCaffrey doesn't get a ton of catches every week. He gets a decent amount. No, he does no nothing Calvin Benjamin. running. No Calvin Benjamin. All right, so you're going to tell me that he's going to see twice as many targets with Kelvin Benjamin? All I know is one sample, one game sample size. He had 101 yards when Kelvin got hurt on nine catches. He did, nine catches too. That was great in PPR formats. I mean, it would not surprise me if he's Chris Thompson, if he's their leading receiver going forward. Right. This question was for a standard league, though? Yes, yes. Yeah, Collins it is. Okay, um, this is from Matt Bennett. On Sunday, do me a favor and try a Butterfinger cup instead of the bar. Much better. Have you had those? How how angry must the Reese's people be to see Butterfinger come up with a cup? Oh, how about the M&M's come up with the peanut butter M&M? It's the same thing. It is. Yeah, There's, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Nothing but thieves in the candy industry. Uh, From Mitch Kramer, Jerry Maguire, not a sports movie, slash should be called Rod Tidwell, dot, dot, dot. Moneyball is not called Oakland A's. Is it not a sports movie? So I didn't appreciate the tone from Mitch Kramer. Yeah, he was pretty uh, feisty. Well, I mean, I read it that way. I didn't appreciate the tone in which I read it. Uh, Jeremy Quire's not a sports movie. Do you, you you agree with me, right? Like, I can tell that you changed your mind that I convinced you. No. He lies. You don't it's think it's so, It is a football movie, it's Adam. Not. There's no football in it. How could it be a football there's movie? There's lots of there's, football. There's no football. There's, there's one so game. I mean, I guess he gets he, – no, there's like one game, basically. Um. All right, and then Jen – Half PPR, sit one. Fuller, Shepard, Corey Davis. I'll say Davis is the sit. Dave? Don't know what to expect. You hungry? I'm like 280 pounds. I'm always hungry. Let's have a sandwich draft. Three rounds. A sandwich off. Here we go. Six sandwiches. Now, I think you and I might be interpreting this differently because you're talking about like, oh, I want the Laspadas sandwich. or No, no, no. I'm going to come up with generic okay. sandwiches so it won't be based on what you can only get at a specific restaurant. All right, let's rock and paper scissors. And Laspada is just for everybody who's listening who doesn't know. It's a local chain in South Florida. Just big giant subs. It's like the anti um what's that what's that fast casual chain that makes subs in everybody's neighborhood? Yeah. I forget what it's called. Don't worry about it. Oh, Laspada is the it? opposite of that. Jimmy John's. No, I think it's called Sandwich Place. Oh, Sandwich Place? Okay. I, I, I like Jimmy John's quite a bit, but Laspadas is like, Laspadas takes forever and gives you the, it, that's amazing. Gives you so the now most. We, now we know that you've got no taste in movies or. I like it. It's fine. It's a sub. It takes five seconds. Okay. Uh, let's rock, paper, scissor for the first pick. We'll snake right, draft. But I'm going scissors. I, we have to say it out loud. Rock, paper, scissor, answer. Okay. Okay. I'm saying scissors. Uh, rock, paper, scissor, rock. Rock. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take the first pick. <laughs> Ham and cheese, number one pick. Are you kidding? Well, I love it's the best ham and cheese. You Are you the, like six years old? What is wrong with you? You have the next two picks. 
I have the next two picks. Yeah, it's a snake. Okay, I'm saving the best for last. I'm going to start with a patty melt. What if I don't take? What if I take it? You're, I guarantee you, you're not taking my last sandwich. All right, patty it's melt. It's the best sandwich. Period. Patty melt. Uh huh. Followed by uh, egg cheese and meat breakfast sandwich, which I had for breakfast this morning. It was phenomenal. All right, yeah, you you took a little. You took a very specific. Well, not really. Okay, I got ham and cheese, and now I'm my next two picks. Peanut you have butter. The next ten picks. I've got the best sandwich. Peanut butter there. and jelly. Oh, you're like a kindergartner. But these are great. These are like great sandwiches. These are like easy sandwiches. That's fine. And then do I get I'm, chicken? Do I get chicken parm? You can have chicken parm. Chicken parm. I wouldn't be a true Chicagoan if I didn't give an Italian beef sandwich the credit it deserves. Rich, luscious, delicious beef, tender as can be, soaking in its au jus, in a <laughs> nice hoagie roll. Sometimes yeah, with nice. jardinera peppers, sometimes with peppers and onions, sometimes with mozzarella and marinara, served up juicy. And when you take a bite into it, the, 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 the bread, the crust is crunchy and it's, it's good and it's got all sorts of goodness to it. And then the, the grease from the beef soaks into the bread. Dave, you're drooling. Get that taste. You're I am. <laughs> I'm, my mouth is literally watering right now thinking about an Italian beef. Very good. Uh, did you want to go farther or further or are we good? Well, you only told me to come up with three sandwiches. Okay. But that works. That's right. I mean, cheesesteak didn't make the list. Tuna. How about a tuna sandwich? Tuna sandwich is great. God, you're, you're like, you're making sandwiches that my mom made for me when I was nine. I, I was kind of trying to do that. Like sandwiches that everybody likes. Ham yeah, everybody cheese. likes my sandwiches too. Ham and cheese. I do. I would like all those sandwiches. Ham and cheese, peanut butter, jelly, and chicken parm for me. Patty melt. Egg, meat, and cheese for Dave, and, and Italian beef. How um, about a McGriddle? What is it? Is that the pancake one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you this one fast food item that was my all-time favorite that they discontinued. It was a Taco Bell steak soft taco with lime sauce. It was unbeatable, and they discontinued it. It drives me crazy. They discontinued the Cholito, which was a staple of mine when I was in high school. What was that? Chili cheese burrito. From Taco Bell. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Oh, it's really good. As you can tell, I'm I'm a big fan of hot sandwiches, not cold sandwiches. Yeah, I got the chicken parm on there. I'll heat up the ham and cheese. Dave, thank you for your time. Thank you for your sandwiches. You're very, very welcome. I'm gonna go eat something. All right, later everybody. We'll talk to you on Sunday, recapping week nine. When I wake up in the morning, CBS gives out a warning about a Jay's bank of offensive line. Injury to brand new cooks, and before I even look, my opponent grabs his back up off the waiver wire. It's alright, I've got Larry on Bell. If the blues says a flex, I know I'm in a mess. Well, I better do my homework tonight. Reading Jamie Sarter's sick, they say chart is legit. Ethan Adams shared a team that was a dumpster fire. It's alright. 